You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 299.2, Scott. That's right, John. 299.2. <laughs> A year later. Do you know how long it's been since 299.1? No. No. I'll tell you, John. Are you ready? Can you guess? Uh, six weeks. That is incorrect. August 14th, 299.1 was released. That is more than eight weeks ago, wow. John. Wow. I'd have to say in our 10-year history, this is the longest time we've gone uh, without doing a podcast. No, I thought we did summer hiatus. We did, but we always threw an ad hoc in there. Oh, right. Either a Skype or something. We couldn't go more than six weeks without doing this. Eight, more than eight weeks, John. (laughs) And were we just talking about, hey, we're going to do this more regularly? (laughs) (laughs) But the rate we're going, no doubt. we'll get to 300 in 2015. No doubt, John. Because we got we got the Christmas special coming right. up. Right. It's going to take us six weeks to prepare for got that. Halloween. Yeah, we got Halloween. We've got the Christmas special. We're going to have to have Satan over for Halloween. We got God and Satan coming yeah. over for Christmas with Alfie the Elf. We got a lot of shit going punch on. Punch me in the fucking face. Punch, punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> That's right. We got sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> I love that clip I don't know what I'm uh, from, um, you just played it from, from Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. I'm going to kick the living shit out of you. And I'm going to kick the living shit out of you, man. I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. All right, John. So it's let's talk good, about yeah. 300. Right? What are we going to do? 300. We're going to do 300 voicemails, yeah. 300 emails. 300 of them. Uh, time machine. We're going to take the time machine back to um, one of the episodes that we no longer have in our archive, but we have right. a time machine yeah. so we can go back. I heard that Stephen Hawking wants to come in, John, uh, for our episode 300. He's going to have a tough time getting that chair down the stairs. He's been very busy, Stephen Hawking. Can we just Hawking. dump him out of the chair? Also, get this, John. I heard... Here's kind of what he's going to sound like. <laughs> I heard from the dead, John. Sylvia Brown wants to come in for episode 300 oh, from Beyond the Grave. That's out of sight. And she's going to make predictions about our listeners. Going to make pr- predictions. Yeah, so 300. Oh, we got to talk about Vegas, too, man. Oh, no doubt. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Oh. That's why we got to call TP. We got to get <laughs> TP's take on <laughs> Vegas, John. TP's look, take. Look, I got to go to bed, okay? <laughs> I, I just got off of work, Okay. All right, so 300's coming up. I'm excited about that, John. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got some other ideas, so we'll we'll talk about that offline and get that squared away. Oh, I can't away. wait to hear your ideas. Do we, are we going to have anybody yeah. over, or are we just going to have I people don't know. call in? I don't know. We can't have too many people over. No. How about we uh, have a contest uh, for how many people want, no. are interested? <laughs> like, last time you talked, you said there were like 10 people interested well, we in got, coming like, over. four voicemails, so... I don't think that many are going to come over. Well, you and mentioned some of them that disappeared. What do you mean disappeared? Oh, the voicemails disappeared. I thought the people disappeared. Saw them. You saw them. But when we were talking before, you said, "Oh, and this person wants to come over, and this person wants, and we can't handle that many people." But if we uh, have a contest for those ten people, right? Then we pick the top two, and those two people come over. Or we just decide who gets to come over. How about that? 
and we hurt people's feelings. <laughs> right. So yeah, a lot of prep and a lot of scheduling has to go into episode 300. That's why we're doing 299.2, John. Yeah. All right, John, eight weeks ago. What was going on eight weeks ago? I have no fucking idea, but I do know this. Yeah. I went to Denver. I came <laughs> home for a day. Then oh, I went to Vegas. Too. I've been sick since Vegas. You were sick in Vegas. Yeah. I felt good in Vegas. But here's what happened to me. Oh, I know. Denver. Denver. Come home for a day. Vegas. You smoked weed in Denver, man. We'll get to that. Come home from Vegas. Uh, Then Europeans are in town, so I got to go out and entertain them. Never catch up. Never get rest. (laughs) Then I start coming down with something. Probably whatever you gave me when we were spooning that one night. And then I got to do this triathlon, and I'm not feeling well. But I'm doing the swim portion, and I don't want to yeah. let the other two people down. So I drive up to TP's over there in uh, Delavan there, John. <laughs> and uh, I'm still sick. And uh, hold on. God damn it. What? Nothing. Hold, wait. What did you do, man? Do anything. You got this uh, extension thing Fuck. over here, but it's not turned on. Fuck. Fuck. Is that my problem? Yeah, Is that my problem? I don't <laughs> Is that my problem? You're so goddamn dumb. Is it turned? What the hell? (laughs) Plug it in, you dumbass. It's plugged in. Oh, you know what it is? It's my, uh... It's it. (laughs) I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it, Try plugging yours in, you tool. All right, I'm all set. All plugged in, dude. All right, so where was I? Oh, so uh, we drive up. Uh, my cousin shows up, and then this other guy, Jack, that uh, does it. Uh, we, we, he comes and picks us up. We head up to TP's. We get there. He's got to work till 9. No, he's got to work till 8. So we're like, okay, we already picked up our packets. We're ready to go, dude. Where should we go? And he says, go to this place, the village something or other. And we walk in, and it's like a, a just a classic Wisconsin Friday night fish fry kind of a place. But it's packed. The, the wait is like an hour long. So we go to the, there's two huge bars. So we go to one of the bars and then we find out TP can't get out till nine. So we're hanging out at this bar <laughs> for two hours. And what do you do when you're at a bar, John? <laughs> you drink. Yeah, you drink. So I, I had a like. a couple of drinks. And when they pour a whiskey in Wisconsin, they yeah. pour a whiskey. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. not like some, some whiskey around here. And when was this? This was the night before the triathlon. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm not feeling well already. Uh, so I drink a bunch of whiskey. Then the next morning, it's... You're, you're not too bright, darling. I'm not too bright. It's 39 degrees, John. <laughs> and last year, it was really cold as well, but the water was really warm. So when I got in the water, it was really nice. This year, it's really cold out. And then when I go to get in the water, the water's so cold, it takes your breath away. You know, right, that kind of yeah, cold? Yeah, that's cold. And I already have this respiratory thing going on. My breath is taken away. I'm really starting to... Think to myself, this is a really fucking bad idea. <laughs> it takes me about two minutes to calm down, and then I get in a nice rhythm, and I feel good. I feel great. Now, last year, I swam 200 yards out, and I had to come 200 yards back. This year, I swam. I found this girl, really strong swimmer, and had a great kick, so I could follow her bubbles, and she weaved her way through all these people, and I just followed her. I didn't have to pick my head up or anything. I stayed right in line, and I finished 
and I'm a minute slower than last year. I couldn't figure that out. It's because I was sick, dude. So then I we finished the triathlon. Oh, we came in fifth, John. Our triathlon came in fifth. How about that? Are you even listening? Yes. <laughs> what do you want me to say then? <laughs> Holy oh, shit, that's dude. Awesome. That is something else, man. <laughs> How can I get involved? <laughs> so then Are you even listening? <laughs> we come home and then I have a my cousin's wedding that fifth night. Place in what age group? All age groups combined. Oh. Uh, if they went by age group, we would have come in first, John, because of me, because I was yeah. the oldest one. Here we go. Oh, Jesus and Christ. And then, <laughs> wedding that night. You're implorable. So I dump some Advil in, I get through the wedding, and then for the next week, I'm on the couch. I am not moving, yeah. other than to move my bowels, you know, just getting off the couch <laughs> and going to the bathroom. I am out of it. And then I finally go to the doctor, and it's just horrible. I'm finally, four weeks later... Finally, I was able to swim Are you sure about that? and run yeah, yesterday fucking well, brilliant. and today. What the hell's going on in there? Are you sure about that? Edwards. It was brilliant. Fucking A. Hey, we're saving that for 300, man. <laughs> well, I was just playing so people could tell what you sound like when you're drunk. <laughs> Yeah, All right, so go. this is what I sound like on I'm very, very disappointed on Friday night, dude. Your breath in Lake Geneva, like ass. <laughs> Are you talking to me or him? No, Scott. <laughs> he just leaned say, over and talked into the mic. I was, yeah, I was going to say my breath must be fucking awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right, where where oh, was I, John? Yeah, somewhere uh, <laughs> you're laying out. You're evacuating so I'm finally your starting to feel better now. In, in your Vegas, giant diaper, you were sick. Yeah, <clears throat> and then uh, are you starting to feel better yet? You know, I am, but it's this <laughs> like <laughs> it's this cough. I can't get rid of this cough. And last week, I think it was last week. Uh, no, the week we had the gig, maybe it was. I think it was the week we had the gig. I thought, man, I, I'm getting pneumonia because I started feeling like uh, like I could hear a crackle when I lay on my side. I hear when I breathe, you know? Oh, what you hear is a wheezing and uh, like a, yeah. Like a, yeah. From your lungs. <laughs> yeah, from my yeah. lungs. So you have pneumonia yeah. then. Yeah. So what happened? <laughs> I just sucked it up. You sucked it up. Yeah, yeah not I'm me. I'm not like you, you pussy. I'm a huge you laid pussy. out and evacuate your bowels <laughs> right into a big diaper. <laughs> no, I was able to get off the couch oh, to go okay. to the bathroom, John. And do it right on the, in a coffee can. Yeah. That's nice. That is nice, isn't it? No, I, um, I felt like shit and I was supposed to go to uh, the doctor... Um, Thursday. I think you and I met for drinks that previous Wednesday or Tuesday. I was telling you how shitty I felt, and I was playing. That was a gig. I was playing a gig that weekend at um, Max, Max on, on Slades. And uh, yeah, I was a fucking mess. I was weak and tired and whatever. So I forgot to go to the doctor. You forgot. Uh, yeah, I forgot. So you had an appointment? Well, no. What, what it was was because it was like Yom Kippur or something on that Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, his uh, high school, they had a football game that Thursday night. And it was 
I don't think it was at maybe it was at Maine West. I don't know. Whatever school it was at, I had to go to and watch the game and then shoot over to band practice. So it wasn't like I forgot. It was like I couldn't fit it in because my son's game starts around 4.30, 5 o'clock. I'm, yeah. pretty, I'm pretty sure it was in like Waukegan or some shit like that. Oh, you had to go to Waukegan? Yeah. Ugh. And then you had to go drive to band practice. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. You didn't forget. You just couldn't schedule it. Schedule. 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 Maybe it was Deerfield. I don't know. Let me it check was my schedule. Like no, Deerfield was last. I don't know when the fuck it was. It Whatever doesn't really it was. fucking matter. Does it matter? It no. doesn't matter. I had to go to a game. You were busy. And I'm I'm so excited because my son is going to play, I think, both sides of the ball this Friday. Both sides of the ball, Which really kind of sucks because there's a special event going to happen this Friday night. What is that special big, event? Big, big fucking news in Chicago, my friend. What? Tell me. You don't know the big news in Chicago? The big that's news happening in Chicago this Friday? This Friday, this Friday night at night. the Cubby Bear, at right Cubby by Bear, Wrigley's Field. Right by the Wrigley's yeah. there. Is, um, I have no idea. Is a band showing the up? The Foo Fighters are playing at the Cubby Bear, You're Wrigley Field, me. this fucking Friday night. You got tickets? Night. How the fuck do you get in? Uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow morning. Do at we have to 10 stand in line? Or is it no, all interweb? online. Interweb, you got to go to the, I'll send you the link. Two, send me the link. You can only get two tickets per person. All right, if we get tickets, uh, what are you going to do, John? Are you going to go to the food fighters? Or are you going to go to... Food fighter? <laughs> the food fighters? Yeah, the food fighters. food fighters. Food fight! <laughs> <laughs> the food fighters. <laughs> I'm going to do both because my son's game is usually like 4.30, it's early. 5 o'clock. So. Yeah. Uh, as yeah, soon as it's dude. done, I'm out of there. Send me the fucking link. It's like you're walking home. I'll write son. a program to to hit that shit up. Yeah, and get us tickets. You write a script. A script, John. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So the Foo Fighters. So what it is is this Friday on HBO is the Sonic uh, Highway um, documentary or series where they go to a, a studio every for every song that they record on their new album and they bring in musicians from that area they go to that these town. iconic um yeah towns and iconic studios to record songs uh you know there's people from Cheap Trick that'll be interviewed and and you know Buddy Guy stuff like that and um and they have the viewing party will be I don't know where it's going to be at but after the viewing party is a special uh, show going to be put on by the Foo Fighters at the Cubby Bear. I've played there myself um, many, many a year ago. Uh, been I've, there I've for, been drunk there. I've been, I've been drunk there as well. I've played there. I've been drunk there. I've seen many bands there. It's a great fucking place to see a band. Uh, and they, and they've changed it a lot, so it's a lot more wide open. I've seen bands. I've I've gone there to see bands where you they have chairs. You actually have to sit down. You got to sign seats. Well, I hope it's not like that for the Foo no, Fighters. No, no, it won't be like in. that for the Foo Fighters. But uh, um, yeah, and the Foo Fighters are known to just fucking play for like three hours straight. Why wouldn't they? Like not non. That's what they do. Like they they put they do like five hundred encores. Um. Yeah. So, well, John, I I program software, right? And I do that all the time. I just do that for three hours at a time. 
Like you gave me requirements one time, and I programmed yeah. for three hours. I at still a time. have that program on my. Uh, Nobody comes and sees me though. You know that's the difference. No. But, but if you love doing something, yeah, yeah, you do it. You right? do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you love doing the programming there? I Scott? do, John. I do. It's it's a. We it's sat there. Uh, we had wine, and you were asking me questions, and I was eliciting requirements, yeah. John. Yes, yes. yes. What right, was so- it? It was called the. Uh, what was it? The. Stock locator or something, some sort of program. <laughs> I have no idea. It was. Right. I have it. I have it still on my uh, my computer at work. Yeah, I'll shit, send I, it to you. I do pro bono stuff all the time, yeah. John, just because I love the challenge. Well, I did most of the work. Um, I did the interface. You did the the behind the scenes. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. All right then. You Move. don't remember that? I did it in. Uh, uh, Access, and Access. then you did the Weeby behind it. The Weeby behind it. Yeah. I thought it was all a Weeby program. No, was not. Access. Uh, speaking of the Foo Fighters, John, here they are on David Letterman. We'll play a little bit of this. How about that, John? How about that? Doing some Ozzy. <laughs> no. Black Sabbath, I'm sorry. Turd. Ozzy with Black Sabbath. <laughs> It's them featuring, uh, it's actually the Zach Brown, Zach Brown and the Foo Fighters. You called me a turd, John. <laughs> it's a, just a nickname. It's so fucking hot, though. Isn't it? I want to strip. Generals gathered in their masses. Yeah! Black oh, Come on, man. Yeah. No, don't do backup. Do the lead. I don't know the words. We the sorcerers, death construction. Bodies feel the bodies burning. As the war machine keeps turning. Death and hatred to mankind. Yeah. What a yeah. great fucking tune, man. Yeah. Politicians hide themselves away. <laughs> oh, you know the second verse? Politicians hide themselves away. They only started the war. Why should they go out and do and fight? <laughs> Just for fun! 
These guys are fucking great, man. Yeah. The one guitarist looks like my cousin Bill. Burning. Oh yeah! No more mercy oh. for this. <laughs> Satan laughing spreads his wings. Hold on, yeah. Ah, they changed it up, man. Well, they shortened it a little bit, right? Fuckers. That's Dave Grohl, lead guitar. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not Dave Grohl. <laughs> that's the guy who looks like my cousin Bill. <laughs> it's cousin Bill playing. Oh my God! Yeah, David Letterman's like, yeah. Wow, oh my, my God. God. God! Yeah, yeah. How about that? Oh my God! Hey, Bill. How you doing? How about that, Dave? Nice going. How about that? Oh Is that your drum God. set back there? Well, there How about that? Me. Hey, guys. Can you come fix my computer? Nice call. <laughs> okay. You have Zach Brown, Black Sabbath, Foo Fighters. I don't know. So what do you need. kids want from me? No, yeah. Sonic Highways in stores November 10th. And uh, Dave. Uh, oh, man. In stores. In the, the, stores. The new CD. In stores. Stores. All right, so Dave Grohl, he's a super fucking cool guy. I, I thought he was done, man. I thought he was done with the fighters, the foos. Really? Why? I just thought they were done. I mean, he's talked about they did their last show. They went on a hiatus, and uh, I thought uh, whatever that. What was the movie, Sound City? Yeah. Yeah, he talked about getting back together. He's like, hey, music is my fucking life, man. So I'm going to play with whoever, but we're going to get that shit back together. That's what I remember anyway. What was the name of the last album? Wasting Light or something? How the fuck should I know, John? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. Hey, but if we do go to the Foo Fighters, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, why? I'm going to say paint it black, you devil. And he's going to get the reference, yeah. John. Not like you. Yeah. So? You what, dummy. I'm the dummy. Did you just call me a dummy? <laughs> you called me a turd, man. <laughs> a turd. That's right, man. War right pigs, on. baby. That was war pigs. Well, here's the thing. The, you know the, what's cool? Zach Brown plays a lot of, he's, he's a country dude, right? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Zach Brown until I just saw him just now. Really? When I played that video. Yeah. He uh he's country dude and he plays like every show he'll do like a cover of Metallica or some shit like that. You never heard uh you never heard of his shit? I mean he's no. like Play super... me some uh cover shit. But let me tell you this about that uh War Pigs. I go out to iTunes to get the War Pigs. Yeah. And everything I download is shit. <clears throat> yeah. It's the, the worst produced song. It's such a great song. Yeah. But whoever produced that song for Black Sabbath, 
uh, Sabbath. Uh, it was horrible, horrible, John. Horrible. They should never produce another album because horrible. it's just fucking horrible. And the the sound from a David Letterman show live was better. Is a hundred times better than the original production of the Black Sabbath no War doubt. Pig song. No doubt. No doubt, John. All right, Zach. Well, let me see if I can find it because Chicken Fried. This is the one tune. I don't know if this is like his most popular. Pay my bill. Yeah, of course. Oh, you got to. Yeah, you know, sure. But you can skip after yeah, like well, Vimeo, five seconds. Vimeo right? or, yeah, Vimeo is going to stop all that shit. What do you mean stop shit? Uh, Not show ads? No ads, yeah. Well, how are they going to make money? They'll do it other ways. <laughs> well, they'll come to your house and beat the shit <laughs> yeah. out of you? Yeah. Give if you watch money, more than a <laughs> hundred videos? Yeah. That's what they'll do. They'll beat the shit out of you. Whoa. Hey. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's fugazi. So this is chicken fried. I think this is their like famous tune. Okay. That was great. No, it's just the opening to the video. I'll speed it up. Technically, you're not speeding it up. You're just moving it forward. You're moving it forward, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for the, the clarification. Okay, so this is really some country shit, right? That is country shit. Pecan pie. Right. Wait, is this so, the guy that does um, the one about the pickup truck? And- Get my pickup truck and let's drink some beers. Yeah, I think I'm gonna so. fuck you later yeah. tonight. Yeah, my dad and all that shit. I think so. <laughs> right. And we're gonna fuck <laughs> my dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he Wait does. Wait a minute. He does. We're gonna fuck <laughs> my dad. What? I don't remember that song. <laughs> Something like Something that. Something to the headlights in. I got beers this is in, Zach the, Brown. in the dash and we're drinking beers. This is Zach Brown covering. Zach Brown band. Check this out. Come on now. Come on, man. What's going on? <laughs> Come on. Here, I'll speed it up. <laughs> so there's guys with big, giant mustache beards playing acoustic guitars. Didn't we do this song? Enter Salmon, yeah.
But that's not Zach Brown singing. It's one of his guitar players. So he does shit like that. Like, out of the blue, he'll just, like, play this. Right? You heard that tune? It's all like, I'm going to fuck my dad with a pickup truck. Yeah, Zach, you know? I'm trying to ask my daughter. I'm, I'm trying to text her. I don't have a signal down here. <laughs> it's really pissing me off. It's, it's what is it called? Toes? I asked her, what's the country song? Driving in my pooch up truck. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking beer, headlights on. Yeah. And then I said, pickup truck, not pooch. <laughs> Goddamn spell check or whatever the fuck they call it. You know what I do is I send like really nasty texts and I go, God darn it. This stupid autocorrect on my phone. Let's get back to Dave Grohl. Dave yeah. Grohl is so super fucking cool. There's no ego there. He, he, he just loves music. You can tell that when you watch that movie, Sound City. You can tell that by looking at yeah. his career. He just loves what he's doing. He's so appreciative that he has an opportunity yeah. to do what he loves. Right. Where a lot of these guys are like, uh, like I think of a Justin Bieber, uh, who's on the other end of the spectrum. He's a total fucking douche, and he exploits right and, and treats people like shit he because didn't he learn thinks it. yeah because he thinks that uh, he's got this god given talent or whatever the fuck who knows. But a guy like Dave Grohl, it's like yeah, hey, I can have a a beer with that guy. Yeah, just like we can have a beer with the W. <clears throat> right, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Just one. Yeah, just one with Actually, the get a couple of whiskeys going and maybe, uh, yeah, that would be pretty funny. With the W? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. The W. I heard a story about is, the W. Is it what Highway it? 20 Ride? I don't know the name of the tune. I know what you're talking about, though. Got my pickup truck and my headlights on, and we're driving. Isn't that with some every beers, country song? And I'm gonna fuck her at my some dad. point. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck her at some point. I'm gonna... <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we, you know, I've talked to you about this, and we really need yeah, to do you had this. Problems with Dad's lyrics about <laughs> breathing underwater is difficult, but. Uh, well, it's impossible, isn't it's impossible. it? Unless you have a scuba gear. Um, we really need to put an album it's together. It's hard, right? Let's, isn't it? Breathing underwater is hard. Here's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to start doing a podcast once a week and the other day a week. If you have time, yeah, I know you're in this oh, other band. Oh, I got so much time. We'll put a fucking album together. Yeah. Let's write a fucking album. We'll put a country song on there. <laughs> Well, most of it will be rock. We'll put a pop song on. Uh, yeah, let's do an album, dude. It'll be great. How about that? Yeah, that's cool. All right, so getting back to Denver. So I was in Denver, John. Um, so we took my daughter. Uh, she's interested in going to the University of Boulder because she wants to, a degree in psychology. Uh, so we spent like three or four days at the University of Boulder campus. What a nice fucking campus. Great rec center. I had to sneak in every day to go swimming. That was cool. Uh, my daughter loved it. We're there 
I don't know, a couple, uh, three hours, and then we go a couple of days later, uh, every day actually. But my brother-in-law lives out there as well, so we visited them and we visited Boulder, and we got back from Boulder, and my daughter, um, freshman year, she had really good grades in eighth grade, and then freshman year she kind of slipped and she got involved with the wrong crowd, and then she started getting herself together, but it was me, you know, I always had to harp on her about homework and shit like that. We got back from Boulder, that stuff disappeared. She's uh, really taking charge of her schoolwork, doing the straight A's, doing the homework. And I ask her, hey, you need some help? She's like, no, if I need help, I'll ask you. And she'll ask me. But I don't have to harp on it anymore. It's not like my responsibility. She took over responsibility. A real leap in maturity (laughs) after visiting this college. And it's so... Uh, less a real st- leap stressful for me, John. It's less stressful. So she's uh grabbing the education by the ball, sir, John, and moving forward. That's beautiful. That is, beautiful. that is beautiful. Now the other th- cool thing about Denver, I don't know if you know this, John, but they legalized the Mary Jane over there. So I go on to the Google Maps, and I'm we're staying at this hotel. And I uh, Google map uh, Mary Jane and all these Mary Jane locations you know come Mary up. Jane? Yeah, I know Mary Jane. All these locations come up. And with Google, you can get the reviews, right? So there's like five places that I can walk to, but I can look at the reviews. So I get I went to the highest reviewed one and I walk in and they check my ID. And I got an Illinois ID there, John. So he, the guy's looking at it, <laughs> and all the guys that work there are stoned. And the guy's looking at it. This fake, man. And he's like, oh, hey, this is expired. And I'm like, well, you got to flip it over, and there's a sticker on the back. Now, the sticker says, you know, so you got to yeah, do some right. math. I'm going to help you with the math. <laughs> so he just flips it over, yeah. and he's, he flips it back, and he's trying to do the math, and I'm, help, I'm talking him through the math. And he's like, oh, dude, right on, man. All right, yeah, I you're good. See that. Yeah, you're good to go, dude. All right, yeah. So here's our menu. So he gives me a menu, and I I had no idea about this, but there are two like strains of pot. Did you know this, John? It was was he like, hey man, uh, this this is okay. This license okay. And then you said, damn Waterbell B. Yeah, I said yeah. damn Waterbell B. Yeah, because I'm from Waterbell B. I'm from <laughs> Illinois. Okay, damn Waterbell B. Damn Waterbell B. <laughs> Oh, the guy Dan looked like Waterbell the lead beat. singer of, um, what the hell was the name of that band <laughs> in the 90s? I can't remember. But he had like this stringy goatee, yeah. blonde hair. Um, so he gave me this menu, and Pot has like two different- Did he teach dim? You're a dim teacher! <laughs> <laughs> he had two different, there's two different strains. He didn't, but there, Pot is, I didn't know this, there's two different strains- yeah, yeah. And then within those two different strains, there's all these different like yeah, flavors, genres of yeah, yeah. So it's like looking at a restaurant so you menu. Got the, you got the Humboldt Sensimia, Humboldt County Sensimia, and then what's the other one? Or is it Purple Kush? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But I looked at the 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 uh, titles and the descriptions and and decided to pick Snowcap and. Uh, I got a gram of snowcap for sixteen bucks, and then I said, "Hey, dude, I need something to smoke it in. What can you hook me up?" He's like, "Yeah, we got some uh, pipes over in the in the glass case." 
So I go over and there's these really uh, like artistic glass blown pipes. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want to spend fucking fifty bucks on a pipe. Yeah. So he's like, okay, hold on. And he reaches under the counter and he pulls out a pipe that was. It looks like it was made in like a fifth grade art class. Like <laughs> it was made out of <laughs> made out of clay, and yeah. then they burned it <laughs> and they put a screen in it. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect, dude. How much? Oh, I'll give you this for free. <laughs> right on, dude. <laughs> so then later on, I met a, um, they sell uh, hardware all over Denver. Yeah. So I'm at, um, I'm walking down the street somewhere and I, I see this place and I walk in where they sell hardware. Yeah. And there's this 23-year-old girl behind the counter. And she's like, hey, how can I help you? Hey, I'm looking for a, a bong. I need like a plastic or a glass bong. Oh, you mean a water pipe? Uh, okay, sure. Let's call it a water pipe. But for some reason, they can't call it a bong. That's like um, it's not illegal, but it's yeah. unethical, and right. it's it's uh, not professional to call it a bong. So if you go to Denver. And you're looking for a bong? Ask for a water pipe, John. All That's right. my recommendation. All right. To thanks you. for the the tip. Yeah. So she hooked me Scott's up. Scott's pot smoking <laughs> tips in Colorado, in Denver. Yeah. So then I was. Uh, you should put a blog together. I should. Yeah. My tips for smoking my reefer tips in Colorado. It was a great experience, and I don't know why the fuck uh, pot isn't legal everywhere. But here's what also I found out. So I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get this bong back home, right? Uh, so I went online and I. Ch- oh, the other thing is in Denver you can buy this shit, but you can't smoke it in public. You have to do it in private. Um, oh, I see. They don't have like cafes or something. No, they might, but I, I'm not aware of them. So then the other thing is, okay, how do I ship this bong home that I use that has pot resin in it? (laughs) So (laughs) I went online, and you can't take it uh, on the airplane with you. UPS, man. Because it's a federal crime. Right. So TSA, if they found it, you could be in a shitload of trouble for having like uh, pot residue on a screen or something. Yeah. So I go. ended up at going to FedEx, and the guy's like, hey, what are you shipping? Oh, just, uh, it's very fragile. It's glass. It's a, a vase. Can I pack it? I'd like to pack it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a box? No, I'll take care of it. No, I don't want to bother you with that. Just give me the box, and I'll, I'll pack it. <laughs> I just want you to weigh it. Very and fragile. Yeah, it's very fragile. <laughs> they it's ended a- up breaking it anyway. Did they? Yeah, not the so that it's still functional, but the base is broken. Some glue. Yeah, so I just got to glue the base back together. Uh, but uh, what a great fucking experience! And and it's so absurd to me that that pot is not legal everywhere. You right, know, with right. these with these restrictions, whatever they yeah. want to do. But but to to buy pot and enjoy pot in Denver, and then to have anxiety about shipping a fucking bong home. Is ridiculous, John. It's just, uh, it's stupid. It's goddamn ridiculous. And then you read stories about the the effects of of legalizing pot in Denver and drunk driving is down and all this shit. I only see the positive stories. Maybe there's some negative stories. I don't see them. 
but the tax revenue's up, drunk driving is down, suicides right. are down, all this shit is down. So it's better for the community. It's better for fucking society. Let people do what they want to do. Pendulette. Yeah, let me just do what I want to do. It's a victimless, <laughs> victimless, victimless crime. It is, John. Just like the whoring. It's victimless, the John. The whoring. Yeah. Well, it is. Except for the whores. Yeah. Right. If they didn't have to have Johns that beat the shit out of them, yeah. you know, well, if they were or, able to. Or, uh, you know, spread disease. You well, know. you can regulate that stuff like they do in the porn industry, from what I understand. Mm, yeah. No, they were having a problem with that. They had to crack down, and then they said, okay. I think <laughs> they they passed the law in California that they have to wear condoms when shooting porn How about in that? California. Yeah. Very safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so, John, I get back from Denver. I'm at home for a day, and then we head out to Vegas to celebrate our 50th birthdays, John. Right. So me, you, Nick. TP Steve. Steve brings his nephew. Who else was out there? Anybody else? Uh, that's it. Was that it? That's it. So we're staying at the Encore. Uh, Nick gets a room at the Tropicana because he gambles there so much. Yep. And TP's going to stay at the Tropicana. Steve is supposed to uh, split the room with Nick. But we don't see Steve. Right. And then we see Steve when we're at the pool, and he hits Nick up for the room key so he can get into the pool. And he has Nick's room key. Remember the first day? He's standing there like, what the fuck is he wearing? He's wearing like a shirt and... uh, A white t-shirt and a horrible... um, Horrible shorts and then... Like those uh, those slip on leather, they look like Crocs, but they're leather. With and they're like, five years old with, with like black, socks. black socks. And he's like waving, "Hey, I'm over here." And we're like, "Oh shit!" Uh, no, we did. We somebody went and got him. I don't know who. Now he saw us. Yeah. Well, yeah. he needed a key. We had to go over there. And the funny thing is. I came out of my room and I followed a sign that said pool and I ended up going through a gift shop and right out into the pool without showing anybody anything. How about that? Yeah. There's the there's the uh inside track to get in the encore pool. Which during But it wasn't a it wasn't a um a Friday. It was uh Right. Thursday. So, so they really cracked out on the weekends. Yeah. And you have to have a room key to get yeah. in there. Yeah. So he shows up, and uh, he's li- he's already drunk. He's loud, obnoxious, and uh, uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the trip, he never ends up uh, splitting the room with Nick. What he does is he uses Nick's free room at the Tropicana, which means TP, who is supposed to stay at the Tropicana, Stays with me. Oh, oh! I th- I dropped him off at the trap one night. One night he stayed there, oh, okay. and then Steve took over. So then TP stays with me the other nights, and I'm the guy. I'm the one who said I'm fifty fucking years old. I don't want to share a room with anybody. You guys want to share a room? Share a fucking room. I'm by myself. Hey, and you, I you end and, up it, with TP. He was your guest, man. He was my guest, but yeah. I had him set up at the Tropicana, and Steve fucks that up for me. So TP's in my room, 
It's 2 a.m. I like to keep the room nice and cold, like 62 yeah, degrees. Yeah, me too. 2 a.m. He's waking me up. Hey, hey Mr. Blair. His teeth are chattering. <laughs> His teeth are chattering. It's really cold It's really here. fucking cold. Can you turn up the heat? I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know where the fucking heat is. Figure it out. It's, I, don't, I, I don't know where it is. It's really cold. <laughs> so the encore, the he rooms. He needs his mom. <laughs> yeah, get your fucking mom. The, the rooms, they have this remote control. They control everything. So I'm like, I'm fumbling for the remote yeah, control. Right. <laughs> and I hit the lights. And it's like the lights at the fucking airport. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Come on, man. Those were nice Get rooms. Get that shit straight. They were apartments. They're like apartments. <laughs> Although I got to say, I stayed at the Venetian, and I think the rooms, uh, well, I like how they're separated at the um, at the Encore. They remind me of the Trump in Chicago and the Swiss Hotel. Swiss Hotel. Uh, cool how they separate them. Like, well, the Swiss Hotel is even cooler because two separate rooms. The Encore, it's like two separate rooms. You got a room to sleep in, and then you got the like a little and a family huge room. TV divides room. the other room. Yeah. Um, but what's cool at the Venetian is it's like a sunken living room when you you go in there, and the bathrooms are so fucking big in both the hotels. But uh, yeah, I'm spoiled now. I don't want to stay at the. I don't want to go through the smelly casino like at the Trop. Oh, dude, I had to go into the Ugh. Luxor, and the Luxor—that's the one like a pyramid. That yeah. is the that is the biggest shithole. I thought the Tropicana was bad. <laughs> the Luxor is like ten times worse than the Tropicana. It's just really? a fucking shithole. It smells bad. I've never stayed there. It's I stayed at the Flamingo. The first time I went to Vegas, this is like 20 years ago, um, uh, we stayed at the Flamingo, and they gave us a room like in the old section, and there's mold on the walls. and Which Flamingo? The one that Elvis stayed at or the yeah, one on the yeah, strip? The, the, the one on the strip, the, the Flamingo, the uh, Bugsy Malone. Well, it's there's like two the f- of them. There's one where Elvis performed, and they have a statue of Elvis that's kind of off the strip, and then there's one in the middle of the strip. I don't the one on the strip. On the strip. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know there was two. Yeah. The first time I went to Vegas, I stayed at the Elvis one. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was how was that? It was great, man. It was fucking awesome. It's, I don't think that's there anymore, is it? I don't think so. <laughs> it might be. But it was just cool to stay where Elvis hung out and performed, you know? That's where he got his, his Vegas gig and where he got all drugged up and bloated and ended up dying on the shitter when he was 42. Yeah. All right, so back to Vegas. So we have a great time, except for the Stever being goddamn cheap. So he buys rounds of drinks, and he charges them to Nick's room. And then when he does buy rounds, he doesn't get me drinks. (laughs) And then he calls out TP, and he says, Tony thinks I'm cheap, so I'm not going to buy Tony a drink. With your money. With your money, Nick. (laughs) So how the fuck is that going to prove to Tony that you're not cheap? You're just reinforcing that idea. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. I didn't get it at all, John. Yeah. And then we really don't see Steve other than at the pool. He never hangs out with us. No. I don't know why. And then the last night we were there, we go to- Hung out um, more with his uh, his nephew, I think. We go to the um, Golden Steer, John. Yeah. This is where the Rat Pack used to hang out. 
So we get a cab and we head over there, and it's a strip mall. And we're like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. And you walk through the doors, and it's like walking back in time. Yep. It was so fucking back cool. Back to the day. And the food was good. The and service I, I was great. I had the mob look going. I had the black uh, shirt with the uh, the black Cuba Vera with the black jeans, black shoes. Yeah. So I had the Goomba Joe look going on. What do they call it? It's like a panel shirt, you know? Yeah, panel. Yeah. Hey, how you doing over by there? Hey, how you doing? Hey. Yeah. And you had Nick and you. Nick. And then we had TP. And, and Nick was drunk before he, he even got so there. He was so fucked up. When when we went to leave, did, is that when oh, he said, my hey, God. can you guys yeah. get on either side uh, of me? You guys are going to have to. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm in the <laughs> I'm a little bit too much uh, drink. I, I'm and, serious, uh, guys. I'm, I'm going to need some help uh, getting up here. Uh, uh, Johnny, uh, I'm not kidding, man. Uh, yeah, so he's then, like, he orders. Well, what does he do? He orders. Uh, we gotta, we gotta have martinis. We gotta have martinis. So he orders up everybody. I don't know what you had, but he and I had straight uh, gray goose in in the martini glass. But uh, they shook it with a little ice, and the glasses were fucking huge. With blue cheese olives, and he just chugs his down. Now he's already had a couple of drinks, and now he pounds like three ounces of vodka. And I sip mine, and he's like, uh, "Let's get another one." So he gets, <laughs> he orders another one, and then he's pounding that one down. And then he starts. He gets about halfway through, and he's like, "You know, the problem is we haven't had anything to eat yet." So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good snort. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, he, 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 what do we have? Like breadsticks or something? We didn't even eat yet, and he's already one and a half martinis down. And I'm drinking water. I'm hitting the water, and and I you got it, man. You gotta I'm, stay hydrated. And I'm doing handfuls of of Advil and sinus spray and everything, plus drinking. Uh, to just dull everything, and he is totally fucking fucked up. Oh, we got oysters. Yeah. That's the first time I had oysters. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, you got to put some lemon and then (laughs) (laughs) Tabasco and then a little bit of the uh, uh, horseradish. So it was a great time, a great meal. We highly recommend the Golden Steer. Yeah, but then we got a ride by uh, Vegas Phil. Vegas Phil, yeah. They they said, hey, uh, you guys spent so much goddamn money here. Uh, We got a limo to take you wherever you want to go. Wherever we wanted. And he'll drop us off, and he'll come back. If we call him, he'll come back and take us wherever we want to go again. So we we get in the car and this big we walk out and this guy he's like four feet tall and he talks like this he's from uh, uh, Brooklyn or yeah. something like that I thought it was New hey, Jersey hey Jay Z something like that yeah. my name's Phil Vegas Phil they call me hey, Vegas he's Phil. stepping my big fucking suburban all right where do you guys want to go where do you guys want to go all right you want to see some broads you want to see some fucking pussy some tits <laughs> what do you want I'll take you wherever you want to fucking go okay. Uh, hey, you know, uh, we just want to go to the Rio. That's cool. 
All right, we'll go there afterwards. If you want it, go tell me to pick you up and I'll fucking take you to a place, a strip club or something where you see some big fucking tits, okay? A lot of tits. You used to see the pussies on these girls, too. I'll tell you what. Hey, you hear about Michelle Obama? That fucking monkey, bitch. What the fuck? Fucking niggas. You know, I got a problem with the goddamn niggas. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't tell, niggas. No. Really, tell us about them, uh... And Nick's in the back. You know, you got a really funny voice. It's an interesting voice. I really. Hey, thanks, man. You know, I was in Ratatouille. I was in Ratatouille, and I was also on the the, the Rugrats. I got an agent now. <laughs> I got so an that's agent. what I'm moving into the look show the, business. Look at the fucking tattoo on my arm. You see that? That's a tattoo of me. My fucking face on my arm. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, here's my card. Okay, you want to see some pussy? They're snappers. They got teeth in them. They'll kill you. Okay. So Phil's card, Vegas Phil's card, is yellow. And it says Vegas Phil. It says Vegas Phil, and it's got a phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's the other reason to go to the Golden Steer (laughs) and spend a lot of money, because you get to meet Vegas Phil, who's a fucking trip, dude. He's a character. Oh, my God. Racist motherfucker, this guy. (laughs) Harmless, you know. So talk. then we uh, had him drop us off at the he Rio. He drops us off, and he knows all the fucking limo drivers. He starts, like, kissing them on the cheek. Hey, how you doing? It's good to see you. Going by. Ah, yeah, Daddy, Joey, Bobby, Lefty, I'll kill you. All right, bye-bye. Yeah. It's out of sight. Then we saw Penn and Teller. Well, and yeah, then... we had to go to Penn and Teller so Nick could sleep off <laughs> <laughs> being so fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> So you and I got, I asked them early on. I said, hey, you want tickets? I said, no, we don't want to do that. But you and I ended up yeah. going. And they had an option to hang out or whatever. And they're like, yeah, well, we'll just go. So we hooked them up. But they sat in the balcony yeah, or something. The shitty seats. I gave them shitty seats. And we got the good seats. But we, I, I told you, hey, we don't want to get too close because they might call us up on stage. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, yeah, let's be like in the mid section. So uh, I had seen them before. The act didn't change too much that I can remember. Um, yeah. But Nick and Tony were bored out of their fucking mind. Yeah, right. You enjoyed it, though. Didn't that, you? That show was stupid. stupid. That sucked. I'd rather see David Cobb. I really. <laughs> I heard he's really good. I'd rather see an elephant disappear. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that pennant. Fuck you, you bald-headed <laughs> bastard. F- Fuck you. So after the show, Penn and Teller hang out, and they meet everybody. Yeah. They'll hang out yeah, they until hang out. Oh, and before, everybody. Before uh, I got to Vegas, um, I was looking at, before I actually got on the plane, I was looking at uh, movies, and um, God damn it. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Is this the documentary about yeah, the guy? A documentary, and it's called Tim's... Uh, Tim's Vermeer. It's on Netflix. Yeah, and what it is, it's it's a film. Well, it's on Netflix now. Uh, I got it for ninety nine cents on uh, on iTunes. So I downloaded it to my iPad. I'm like, you know, I'll give it a shot. It's a it's a Penn and Teller documentary. Um, and um, it's directed by Teller. It's produced by Pendulat and. Uh, Farley Ziegler. And it's basically, it's so fucking cool. 
Um, it is really cool. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 89%. It's really cool. It's about, um, God, who's the fucking artist? <laughs> the artist is Vermeer. I don't yeah, know the name, the, the first name title of, of the movie. Vermeer. Well, Vermeer painted these really cool paintings back in the, I don't know what you want to call it, the past. 16th century or something like that. Way in the past. Thank you very much there, Scott. Well, it's like in the 16th century. I, I don't know. Anyway, the picture, the pictures that this guy paints are fucking phenomenal. They're phenomenal, meaning um, they have like a photographic uh, quality. Im- imagery quality to him, the way the light spills out onto walls and and he this guy Tim Jennison, he's the inventor of video toaster, light wave, all those those cool um, 3D animation programs. He's the guy that started all that stuff. So he decides, oh, it's a 17th century Dutch master Johannes Vermeer. So he decides he wants to paint girl with a pearl earring. And there's all these kind of techniques, and one of them is to, like, take a picture or a, a photograph or or a scene and project it on a wall um, using a light box. But that didn't work too well because you couldn't get the colors right. He came up with this little tiny mirror on, like, a 45-degree angle, and he would look at the thing he's going to paint like a person and then he would just paint on a piece of paper till the edge of the mirror disappeared and then he knew he got the right color and the line you got to see this fucking movie dude it took him like 190 days to paint this fucking picture and then he he actually to make the picture authentic to to the period that it was painted in or whatever he actually built the 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 uh the room that the 17th century painting was done in so he had to build it he he even learned how to use a lathe for the first time building table legs and shit like that it's so fucking cool it's so inspiring it brought a tear to my eye you cried i did i was a little uh, uh overwhelmed by the the immensity the it was so epic to see that when he finished it how cool it was and even martin mull who he you know he's an actor but he's he's a painter as well he came in the room and said wow that's really cool and he was he was basically painting a picture of his father he was re, he was duplicating it with paint black and white and he says to Martin Mull, he says, yeah, it took me like an hour or two to figure out the paintbrush. But once I got it going, he goes, wait a minute. Mull's like, an hour or two? It's I still can't figure out how to use a fucking paintbrush after 30 years. Two hours to figure out how to use a paintbrush? Yeah. So it's it's you got to see it, man. I, I give it like, what do we give? Five, four, Spiny Norman? Four. I give four. All the four way. Four out of four. Four, one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Well, did they talk about uh, Vermeer uh, at the time? Optics were just being developed in right. projection. Did they right. and they did they speculate yeah. that he may have done the same thing? Yeah, exactly. They they that was the idea. How did he do it? He was investigating the possibilities of how using optics, and he even he even took 
to make the light box, he even ground his own lenses. So you know how like uh, Mythbusters, they try to do, they use the tools that were available at the time to make whatever weaponry or something to prove if something was plausible or whatever. Right on. Um, he did the same thing. He went and ground his own and polished his own lenses to make the light box, and then th- that didn't work out too good, and he explains why, and then he explains why he thinks it's another thing, and and then he tries another thing, and then, then he ends up with this final idea, and it's so fucking cool to see how he does it and to see how how meticulous he is with fucking everything. He's like insane. He's a genius, this guy. John, I polish my own... Um Oh, did you say lenses? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yo, yeah, we know. Um, yeah, so Tim's a Vermeer. Everybody, check it out. It's on Netflix. I'm going to check it out, John. Yeah. And I'm going to be ready to talk about it on 299.3. How about that? Right. <laughs> but, okay, so we digress and go back to the show, and we back go back out in the hall. To the Vegas there. To the Vegas to meet Ten- Penn and Teller. Ten and Peller. Ten and yeah. Peller, right. Yes. So you meet... Pen, and you have Nick. Yeah, take some photos. Yeah, so I walk up on his phone. Uh, I walk up to on Penn, Nick's phone, and uh, and Penn's a huge man. It's like six eight, he, isn't he? He's ginormous. He's got these banana hands. I mean, uh, it's like yeah, his hands are huge. Anyway, so he sh- I shake his hand. Um, I say, uh, hey. Um, I take a picture. Nick takes a picture, and I say, "Hey, man, I saw Tim's Vermeer. It's fucking awesome." And he's like, "Oh, really? Oh, thank you so much, boss." What did really? that Penn thank have you, to boss. do with that? Was Penn he this was guy's the, friend? He was the producer. Oh, he was the producer. They're, they're both friends of Tim. Okay. And um, yeah, he he shook his hand, and I shook his hand, and he's like, "Oh, thank you so much, boss. Oh, really, boss? Thank you, boss." He called me boss like four times. Nice. You are the boss. So then uh, I was like, oh, man, did you get that, Nick? He's like, yeah, I, I look at the. Come on, dude. <laughs> That's not me. That's my goddamn Siri. I don't know what happened. I grabbed my iPad to look something up, and I hit Siri. Anyway, so... uh and then I, 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 the picture looks great. I'm like, thanks, Nick. You know, Nick took it with his phone. And then we move over to Teller. And I'm, I'm, I'm walk up to him, and there's like four people, and then there's like 10 people, and then there's like 13 people. And I'm standing there, and I'm getting his attention. Every time he's I get his attention, he's fucking ignoring you. He's ignoring me. He's turning around, fuck? he's turning his fucking back to me. Uh, I try to get I you know make eye contact. He spins around, grabs somebody else's phone. I'm the, it's me and Nick left, and Nick's like, okay, Johnny, get in there. And I go, yeah, okay. Um, and I I start to talk to him. He goes, no, this guy's next. It's my show. I decide who goes next. Short man complex. I'm like, what you I, motherfucker. That's what all I can come up with. So I almost. Fucking deck teller, <laughs> big pussy. Yeah. Anyway, I know I never liked him. Anyways, I'm a Pendulet fan. Anyway, so he uh, he grabs Nick's phone and takes a picture of himself and Nick. And Nick's like, 
I didn't want to pick that. I don't know. <laughs> give a shit <laughs> yeah, about you, dude. About I, hit it. I slept through the whole fucking show. I know you guys sucked. <laughs> so, so then uh, he wants to take my picture, and you run up, and I don't even know where that picture is. I don't. I don't know where it is. I sent it I to you. you. I can send it, it to you again. Yeah, would you? So, um, he takes you take my picture, and I turn to him, and he's like not interested in. He's just shaking my hand limply, and then I said, "I really enjoyed Tim's Vermeer," and his fucking eyeballs lit up. And, oh, really? Oh my god! Thank you so much. That was so difficult to make. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You fuck face. Tell her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I observed that, and I observed him ignoring you, and it was fucking getting... I was ready to punch him, too, John. You know, because you're my bro. You know what I'm saying, dude? Bros before hoes, right? Like, what the fuck is with that dude? Yeah, and then we got out of there, and we went to the... to the <clears throat> What do you call it? The voodoo lounge? John? I don't know, but I think I made him feel like two inches tall after that. He's only four inches tall, so okay. what's the... It's not a big... Right. Not a big deal. Not a big drop. And then, uh, so Wait, then, do we, no, no. Was it the night we went to the voodoo? Yeah, that's or was at the it Rio. the night we went to the? Oh, we skipped Mandalay Bay. What happened to Mandalay Bay? We went. Oh, to that was the eighties band, before. right? Yeah, we went to the a rooftop. Great eighties band. Oh, we went to the foundation, foundation room. room. Yeah, yeah. And uh, had a couple of pops, and uh, then we went. Uh, downstairs, and you guys ended up at some dancing with fucking at the Stevie Wonder Lounge, and uh, TP and I were hanging out watching the '80s band. I dragged you guys over to there. That '80s band fucking rocked, they were man. Awesome. They were great. And uh, you were doing that gorilla dance or whatever you do. Out <laughs> yeah, there. I do the gorilla ooh, dance. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, the chicks dig it, John. You know? I kept doing that. I go, I go, look at him, TP. Look at him. <laughs> he was dying. <laughs> then he started doing. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at the monkey sounds. He's good sounds. at the monkey. He's yeah. good. He's good. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then Nick shows up, and he would dance a little bit, and he'd go, right, I'm going, man. I'm, I'm, I'm done. And then he'd leave, and then he'd come back 20 minutes later. You can't keep a good man down, man! <laughs> he'd do that like seven times. And then at some point, we we left. Uh, man, I'm skipping a night, too. Yeah, see, we, we jumped too far ahead, dude. There was a night before that when we went to... Um, uh, the the first night we were there, we went to New York, New York. <laughs> I don't and remember we that at all, right, dude. You were so that's fucked why up. you were so fucking obnoxious. That's the first time uh, I had to walk away from you. I'm that's like, the oh, first time guy. I turned whiskey down. Somebody got yeah. me a whiskey, and I looked at <laughs> it, took and a I'm sip, like, and then you put your head uh, down, you shake your head, and you're like, oh, no, no, yeah, you were fucked up, obnoxious. That's where we we ended Obnoxious. up. Obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, how God. dare you, John? Well, we went to. Oh yeah, we we're at the Tropicana. We were there I'm at the not, Tropicana. Yeah, we were waiting for Deeb. Deeb. We had to wait for Deeb, and he shows up and goes right to the craps table. Come on, we're going. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I got to I'm gonna play a couple here. Okay. 
So then that's when we ended up going to New York, New York to get something to eat because I was fucking starving. I I order a burger and Steve's like, hey, can I have some of that? A little bit of it. Hey, you going to eat those fries? You're going to eat the fries? You're not going to eat all of them, are you? Yeah. So he ate half my burger and some fries. <laughs> and then, um, well, yeah, we come out. Nick's like, let's do it. Let's do it. some whiskey. Here's a great uh, Irish, Irish whiskey pub. place. <laughs> you grab the whiskey and like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> Nick and I pound ours. And then Nick goes, I lost my phone. I lost my phone. I got to go. And he disappears, and we're like, well, we should wait for him. And he kind of floats when he's drunk. He, like, I don't know how he does it. Like it doesn't wobble. even look like he's like walking. A side to side kind of a it's thing. It's a strange, like, he must have huge feet because I don't know how he could stay stable. And he disappears, and you're like, he's not coming back. So we jumped in a cab, and we split. And that's the night I went to to the Walgreens to get some Tylenol because my fucking head was pounding. And I I literally, the Encore is this upscale, expensive fucking European-style hotel. I mean, it's got all the amenities. It's the shit, man. It's the shit. It's probably the best hotel. Man. And you walk across the street? And I walk across the street. It's like another and fucking country. And you're in the... Yeah, it's like you're in the Iraq, man. There's, I walk across the street and there's a chick throwing up on a cactus with a guy standing there holding her purse and her hair. There's a great taco place there, though. Yeah, she's puking. There's two guys sitting on a like a a planter box with brown bags drinking. It was it was scary. It was like, what the fuck just happened? But the Walgreens is nice. Yeah, the Walgreens is nice, big. A lot of, uh, you know what? We should have thought of going there and to you know buy what? our uh, buy our kids the chach stuff, the little chachkis. Yeah, yeah. Because they had everything. They had everything. Dice and all that. The shit. dice cards. Yeah. The chips. Naked the lady poker cards. Chips. Yeah. And. Uh, you guys didn't tell me we had we were going to a nice place, so I failed to to pack slacks and shoes, right? So I got like tennis shoes and uh, and shorts. I got no jeans. I got nothing. So you tell me I got to go to the foundation room. Well, I'm like, okay, I got to go to the room. I gotta I gotta go find a fucking place to buy some clothes. So. I asked the cabbie, is there a menswear place around here? He's like, yeah, I think maybe on the strip there's one, you know. So I look on my phone, and I'm kind of a bigger guy, and I have a bigger waist. No. Yeah, there's some places where I can buy uh, some Levi's, like Kohl's and stuff like that, but they didn't have anything. So I found a DXL menswear store. So I jump in the cab. They take me to this fucking store. I walk in this super smoking hot blonde waits on me. Uh, I said, look, I need a pair of Listen. black jeans right now. Uh, she's like, what's going on? I go, I'm going to the foundation room. I forgot to pack some pants. Have you ever shopped here before? Pfft, all the time. I'm regular. Just get me the fucking <laughs> pants. I tell her my size. She gives me the pants. What are you wearing with it? I go, a Cuba Vera shirt. Oh, very nice. Great selection. Very nice. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm putting my pants on. She's throwing fucking shirts over the door. I'm like, hey, hey, 
I don't need no more shirts, okay? I got a shirt. I got a shirt. I told Look. you I got a Cuba Vera. Listen. I got two of them. Look. Two right. of them. I got two of them. The both of them. I just wear need the, both the fucking pants. She's like, well, they're a little <laughs> sloppy on the bottom. I go, I don't give a shit. I'm going to be a really dark place. She dark. says, "She says, uh, well, I could have the tailor fix them up right now. I go, listen, I got, Look, I don't have time, okay? No time. I so, got no time. I'm like, I need some shoes. Can I get some shoes? She's like, we got shoes. I said, I wear a, a size 10. She goes, we start at 11. I said, fuck. <laughs> Is there a start at eleven? What is that? It's a big and tall Ah, store. I see. So I'm like, big and tall, except for your feet. Except my feet. Yeah. Well, I I wear a ten, ten and a half. It depends on the shoe, and uh, I'm not gonna wear no eleven. She gave me some elevens to try on with the pants, and they looked nice, but my feet were fucking swimming in them. Um, and I said, well, is there a shoe place around here? She says, "Ah, gee, I don't know. Now, how the fuck can you work? in Vegas and not know where places are. So I walk out and there's just that place and a restaurant. And I walk to the corner and there's it's I'm back to shithole third world country. Third world country. I look down and about a mile and a half down is the strip. So I'm like fuck. So I'm standing there with the regular folk on the uh on the corner and this dude He's smoking a cigarette, skinny guy. He's wearing the camo shorts with a wife beater. He's wearing like uh, tracks, gym shoes with the white socks pulled up. And he's got like a, a scummy old baseball cap. And this cab driver who was like Middle Eastern pulls out trying to make a right turn. And this guy goes fucking mental. He starts pounding on his hood. Hey, motherfucker! Go back to your own fucking cut. You want to come out here? Go to your country. I'll kick your fucking ass. And he's punching the guy's window. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep going. Just walk across the street. Pretend like I'm Don't texting. Make Don't make eye contact. I'm like, shit. So I start walking towards the strip. I'm thinking... Okay, it's 110 degrees out. I'm wearing a fucking black T-shirt. I'm sweating my balls off. Balls are falling off, dude. I, I got, like, I don't have, like, the smartest of smartphones. I got, like, kind of an average smartphone, a BlackBerry. So it's not very good with getting me any information. I would, I would say that's like a dumb phone. It's I wouldn't even put dumb. it in a smartphone <laughs> category, dude. It's like a, it's, yeah, it's kind of a, like a middle there's school smart phone. smartphones, and then there's dumb phones. Dumb. It's a yeah. dumb phone. It's a dumb not phone. so smartphone. <laughs> it's not so smartphone. But uh, so I start walking, and I'm waving at cabs, and they're zooming by. <laughs> Nobody's stopping. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm walking and walking. And then I see a Starbucks. And I see like four cabs in there. And I'm thinking, fuck. So I walk up and I see a guy jump in his cab. And he starts driving. I'm waving at him. And he pulls over. Yeah, come on in. So I jump in. I'm like, hey, dude. What's up with the fucking cabs? I'm waving at him. Nobody's stopping. He goes, oh, it's illegal. What do you mean? He said, yeah, it's a $250 fine to pick somebody up on the road. Uh, you got to go to a cab stand. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Good to know. Great tip. All right. Nice Vegas tip yeah. there, John. That's a PSA so, for yeah, our PSA. RTTN listeners. So you got to go to a, go cab, to a stand. cab stand. So we, I jump in the cab. We start driving. I said, go to the Encore. He's driving me there. I go, hey, by the way, 
dumb question. Is there like a Target around here? Payless shoes? Yeah, like four minutes the other direction. I go, take me there. He spins the cab around. He takes me to Payless shoes, and there's a Target about a block away. So I go in the Payless. I can't find any shoes I like. Like a now you gotta get back in and go to Target. Now now I'm getting picky, right? For fucking shoes, I'm gonna wear for two nights. So. Did you bring them home? Did you ship yeah, them yeah, home? Yeah, I did. I, I'll tell you that story. So I I go and uh, I can't find anything. I go to Target, walk down to Target, walk in there, and I find the last pair of leather slip-on like loafers. Leather Pretty, or yeah. fake leather? No, they're leather. Real they're leather. leather at yeah. Target? At Target. You're shitting me. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I wouldn't shit you. are too big. How about that? In Vegas. Um, Real leather. Right. At the target. Real leather. So I get these leather shoes and uh and the, the cabbie before I left, I got out, he said, Hey, look, if you go to Target, um, they usually have a phone in there to call a cab. And I go, Oh, I gotta call a cab? He says, Yeah. You call a cab, but what you do is you gotta tell them you're going what hotel or a hotel. It doesn't matter what a hotel. Hole. Just a hole tell. A hole. Tell? Uh, because the cab driver will be there in like five minutes. If you tell him like nothing or you just say, I need a cab, it'll be like an hour before they pick you up. Okay, good to know. Another tip. Another, Another cabbie tip. Tip, Another tip PSA. Vegas. PSA. TTN listeners. So Pay I, attention. I go get my shoes and they have this black like bat phone sitting there and I pick it up and I dial the number. Hey, cab service. And there's a lady standing next to me, and I go, you need a cab, too? She says, yeah. I said, what hotel? She tells me whatever, Flamingo or something. I said, hey, look, I need a cab. I'm here at the Target. Yeah, we know where you are because, obviously, it's a bad phone. They know where the fucking I'm calling from, right? Uh, yeah, I need a cab going to the Encore, and, I, and there's another passenger here. She's going to the Flamingo. Okay, great. We'll send two. They'll be right away. Hang up. Sure enough, bam. Cab shows up, picks me up, takes me back to the to the encore i get up in there i try everything on it looks good i'm standing there hiking my pants up i'm looking out the window my big giant fucking floor to ceiling window i get the pool to the left to the right a block away is macy's men's how about that one block from the fucking hotel is a Macy's men's store. You could have got everything. You could have got I, the pants. You could have got the shoes. Yeah, I'm two hours driving everywhere. I'm the, in the main part of Vegas. Like, I'm in fucking Arizona already. Uh, shopping at Target. Pay less shoes. I'm almost getting killed by some psycho with a wife beater. I'm walking in 110 degree heat. I'm sweating. And there's a fucking men's store. Like a block away from the hotel. Block away. That fucking would piss the shit off out of me. Whatever I just said. (laughs) (laughs) So. Long story short. I get dressed. You get dressed. And you don't even need that I shit. I get dressed, and uh, you guys are. I well, I called all the. I called the bars to find out what you can wear. No, no gym shoes. Uh, you can wear jeans, but they got to be nice. Got to be a nice shirt. Uh, dressed and pressed, they said. No shorts. Okay, great. So, uh, and you guys are getting pissed because I'm not down to the room yet. Well, while 
you know, you guys are waiting for me drinking. There's fucking tornadoes ripping through our neighborhood back here. I would never get pissed at you, John. And, and, when was I oh, pissed yeah, at you? Oh, yeah. When Come I got on, there, dude. you're like, you and Nick both, uh, hey, man, where you been? Uh, well, my kids, I'm dealing with them. They're trying to get the generator started. There's fucking trees down. Their power's out. Uh, they're all right. You know, what's a big deal? You know, they can start the fucking generator. What's a big hole? <laughs> I'm like, come on, So man. what shit did you hear from me? I didn't give you shit. Yeah, you're like, well, come on, man. Where you been, man? Hey, where you hey, been, man? And hey, then when you told me the story. I to know. Where have you been? When you told where me the story, you? I was like, oh, That's dude, a new thing I learned about you. Is there you? anything I can help you with? Yeah. Is there anything is I can do? Is there anything I can I help offer you with? Nothing, nothing but, but understanding. understanding. Right. Right. Well, you do this thing where you slap the back of your hand as you're telling a fucking story. <laughs> Drives me insane. Something new I learned. I used to make fun of it, but then I notice every fucking time you talk when you've had something to drink, you slap the back of your hand <laughs> as you're talking. But it's in rhythm, right? Yeah. With yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. So, so I keep my shit together. So I come down and I'm like... What the fuck are you guys wearing? I'm like, oh, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? TP's got a shirt on from fourth grade. He's wearing stonewashed jeans and gym shoes. And I'm like, hey, where's your fucking shoes, man? We can't get in with gym shoes. He goes, they don't fit. What do you mean they don't fit? You didn't try them on before? Hey, look, they don't fit, okay? This is all I got. Okay, we got to make up some story. You need orthopedic shoes. Uh, you can't wear them because these are special shoes. Okay, we got that story. Then Nick's wearing these big fucking Timberland, like, black boots or something, like gym shoe boots. I'm like, what the fuck? You're the only one kind of halfway dressed. You're wearing I got your, my shit together, your dude. Your hat, your jean yeah. shirt, and your goddamn uh, Gap. Pants and your gap slacks, slacks. khakis, baby. Yeah. Actually, they're old navy khakis. Old navy, yeah. With my cool shoes, my unfucking believable. Cool but that was my shoes. my <laughs> your anxiety filled. Oh my god! Afternoon. Actually, it wasn't too bad. Um, you know, there was uh, some moments there where I was getting a little worked up, but other than that, it was nice to kind of walk around and do some stuff and not sit around the pool pounding another Mai Tai. Want another Mai Tai? Hey, want another drink? Johnny, Johnny, you're empty. You're empty. Or I come to the room and Nick's like, uh, what do you want to drink? I said, just a Diet Coke. Okay. He hands me a drink. I sip it. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's, it's Diet Coke. It's got a splash of rum. Just a splash. Just a splash. It's like three quarters rum and a splash of Diet Coke. Trying to fucking kill me. Okay? That's how Nick uh, does Vegas. Uh, right. You guys bought two handles of booze, man. Why not? Bought a handle of fucking rum and a handle of whiskey. Right on, John. Unreal. Party at my place, dude. <laughs> Uh, it was a great time. So then, uh, g- getting back to the last night, you got this pictures Nick takes, pictures I take, and then we uh, get uh, up in the morning because we all have flights in the morning. Right. 
and uh, Nick fucking loses his phone. He loses his phone with my picture Again. of me and my hero. Yes, with you and your picture. Uh. And so uh, I'm talking to his wife, and and we're tracking his phone with the GPS, and we track it to a cab depot where they store all the cabs and, we're and they're an not hour, being driven. We're an hour away from boarding our fucking flight, and we're driving around. Looking for his fucking dude, phone. We're driving in the cab depot parking lot, and the cabbie's getting nervous. And he's nervous. running around uh, three flights of, uh, four flights of cabs, trying to find his fucking phone. And he, I, and he just got back to the hotel. Because he went to the wind and ate some calamari and chicken <laughs> and Vesuvio <threw> <laughs> and then threw up chunks of chicken and calamari in the shower. And I remember sitting in the back of the cab thinking to myself, if I miss my fucking uh, flight because right. Nick lost his fucking phone, I know, I'm going to be so a little fucking pissed off. I was and so up. he gets back in the cab. We make it to the airport. We get through security. We make no, no, our flights. No, no, we make it to the airport. And we go, you're paying for the fucking cab. <laughs> He's like, I know. I right, know, I right. Know, I got it. I got it. Well, the cab driver was super cool. Yeah, he was. And he had to pull into a cab depot that wasn't his yeah, company. Yeah, and he was like, oh, he was shit, a little they're going to knife me. Yeah, yeah, they're going to come out and hit me with chains and shit. <laughs> I go, we got your back, dude. Don't yeah. worry about it. Don't settle fucking down. Yeah, there's three of us. So we track Nick's phone to a very specific location, <laughs> yeah. but we can't. The one thing about GPS is you don't get elevation. So there's four floors, but we don't know which floor it's on. <laughs> right. So he's looking in all these cabs, and, and a, apparently the guy he was with let him in the cab. Yeah. And he's looking on the floor. He's looking behind the chairs. He can't find his fucking phone. Uh, so the picture that you have of you and your hero gone is still because I was at Fat Mustard. I don't know last week, and I think you were there. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, we we tracked the phone. It's still in the same location, yeah. so nobody has found it." He probably left it on like the roof of the cab and it drove <laughs> all the way there, and then it fell off and it's laying on the ground in the cab uh, parking garage. Yeah, that's where he didn't look. How about that? He left it on the hood. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, but get this, John. Next year, Vic, Vic? Vic. Nick turns 50. Nick. So we're going back. I don't back. think he's going to make it, man. He's going to make it. Come on, gonna be. Not only this. Dude, the guy took like a handful of five pills when I was in his room when he gave me the Panadol. And he didn't even know Adam. what they were. Hey, I, I don't said, know. Hey, my what, doctor gives them to what, me. What's the, what are these pills you're doing? I don't know. Hey, they just give them to me. I take them. I put them in the bag and I take them. <laughs> is it like, what do you take? And then his nose is bleeding the whole time. Not the He's, whole time. Yeah, the whole one day his nose <laughs> is bleeding in the pool. He goes, yeah, you should see my room. It's like somebody was killed in there. There's blood everywhere on my pillow. There's chunks of chicken and calamari in the shower. Well. It's like Phil the fucking limo driver was there, Vegas Phil. Next year. Yeah, he shot somebody in your fucking room. I keep asking these guys, when do you want to go? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. You got a dildo in your mouth? What yeah, I got, is I got my pen. I put my pen your in my penis? mouth. Yeah, because I'm looking at something. Do you know where your pen is? On the... Um, God damn it, Google. I'm looking for the amazing meeting. That's T-A-M-M, right? The yeah. amazing meeting. Uh, when is that next year? We should go then. Yeah. That's when we should go. Because they don't know when to go. We need to tell them when to go. I can't figure it out. 
Let me put in Tam. What's next year? 2015? Yeah. What is that I'm hearing? Music. 2015. Yeah. 20, Tam 2015. Did you get anything? I don't get shit. What do you mean? Type in the amazing... Yeah, I get the amazing meeting. The amazing meeting. There you go. When I type in Tam, I don't get shit. Tam 2014 was July 10th through the 13th. I was was typing in (laughs) T-A-M-M. You did the amazing (laughs) meeting. McMeeting. Held by McDonald's. So in 2014, it was July 10th through the 13th. Yes. Do they have 2015 dates yet? That no, is the question. I don't see it. But that's when we got to go, dude. Hang out with a bunch of skeptics. That would be the shit. Yeah. Man. Daniel Dennett was there. He was a keynote. South Point Hotel. Yeah. Bill Where the Nye. fuck is that? South Point Hotel. Bill Nye. Daniel Michael Dennett Shermer. wrote one of my favorite books, John. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Uh, yeah. Darwin's Dangerous, Darwin's dangerous idea, idea, right on. Right. I have a copy of that. I gifted you that. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to see if I had it down here. Uh, yeah. Some and Stephen Novella is always there. Steven, He's from the Skeptic's Guide right. to the Universe, one of my favorite podcasts, yeah. John. And usually Penn and Teller and, uh, uh, the Mythbusters guys are there. Oh, no Jamie doubt. Jamie and, um... And uh, what's his face? All right. So when they release dates for 2015, that's what we got to start. When we go to Fat Musters, we got to start saying, hey, let's go then. Let's go this time. Because those guys don't know. They're like, I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. Right. Right on, John. The amazing meeting. The amazing meeting, yes. In a world... All right, John. I did some voice uh, prompts for work. Did you? Let's know that? hear them. Did you know that? We're done with Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear hear your Here, voice. Here's prompt. one of them. These are for. Thank you for calling. Voicemail, right? Please leave your full name, or number, telephone. including area code, and a brief description of the reason you are calling. Thank you. Huh? you like that That's one? Nice man. For warranty or checking the status of an existing warranty order, please have your model number ready. Press one. For installation or service-related questions, press 2. For all other inquiries, press 3. Press 3. For all other inquiries, (laughs) press 3. If you are calling to check on your order or stock, did you know you have access to do this online? I did not. Check with your representative if you do not know your password. Press 1. Well, how about a fucking link? Never mind password. <laughs> yeah, I could do it online. What? What's the link? You press one. It, t- it, it oh, tells you. Oh, you press one. West. Okay, press one. Press one, and then it tells you this. Press two. So you, you press you press one, and then you get this. West. Press one. Central. Press two. East. Press three. I don't know what that means. Well, you got to press the number if you're. It's it's you're an agent. Do you're I call- know if I'm west? You're a wholesaler calling in. Do I know that I'm east or west? Uh, yeah. Or Asian or whatever yeah. the fuck to the other... To check stock or order status. For bath products, press 1. <laughs> For kitchen products, press 2. After I press west... For shower products, press 3. Do I get a three. www dot... I don't know. 
You don't know. I, look, it's the I. I just do what they. T- I'm the monkey. You know, the monkey. To inquire about installation, press one. For service parts, press two. For all other inquiries, press three. Yeah, it's nice, man. Yeah, I was gonna have you do them. You could take that nationally. The morning zoo. <laughs> what were you saying? Yeah, you should have press one for a normal voicemail for a business, business style style voicemail. press two for the morning zoo yeah coming at you live the morning zoo hey press one if you're excited to see me press one if you're from the west press two if you're from the east <laughs> right that would be cool. So I was I was going to do that, but I would uh, dig that yeah. if I called in somewhere and I had those options because you know what happens you call you call in you want to talk to somebody and then you got to go through this fucking menu and you're like oh shit but if I had an a- option to yeah. get the morning zoo menu that would make it lively it'd make it <laughs> exciting for me. Yes, exactly. All right, John. So I did that. That's that's what I did in my time off. It, other than being sick and yeah, you being I'm so sick, sick of being sick, but I'm finally yeah. getting better, John. It's like want to do want to do a podcast? No, no. Let's go get something to drink. In yeah, a let's bar. drink instead. Let's drink instead <laughs> and bitch. <laughs> hey, isn't that what we do on podcasts? Drink yeah, and bitch. we just didn't record it, bitch. Well, John, I went to Eagle River. This weekend. Very nice. Brought my son up there. Uh, turns out my mom is having um, glaucoma surgery where like she's, they swap out her lens. Yeah. And apparently when they do that, she doesn't have to have glasses anymore because they give her the nice. corrective lens. They put the glasses in her eyeball. Yeah, in her eyeball. And then it turns out Pete uh, has got the pacemaker. He's got to get the pacemaker. Wow. Yeah. So I'm up there. I bring my son up there because my daughter ended up going to homecoming, so she didn't come with. And, uh, you know, I got the, hey, uh, guy, um, when you got a chance, I got the, the computer over here, and I need these things done. And it's this 12-year-old computer, and he's trying to do stuff in the, in the 21st century, and it's just not going to happen. So I said, look, I'm not working on this thing anymore. Don't ask me to do anything with this. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. But it gave me a gift idea for my mother and her husband. A tablet. I'll get him a tablet. They'll love that fucking thing. Right on, John. Yeah. And what, what a, Oh, I got taffy apples. I brought you some taffy apples, yes, John. I saw that. Do you I like actually, taffy apples? Yeah, but <laughs> we're going to have so many fucking taffy apples. My wife. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Tappy. 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 Tappy apples. And I bought like a case of them from Deirdre. I forgot about that. You bought a case from Deirdre. Can I have my taffy apples back then? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> See how you are, man. Are these for everyone? Well, give, me, give me two of Deirdre's, you know, and I'll see. Where did she hey, get Hey, how hers? about I stop by and knock your soda over and get the dog all right? I didn't up. do that. Your yeah. dog did that. Train your dog, dude. <laughs> uh, where did Deirdre get hers? I don't know. They're for kids. It's for her, like, kids. It's a fundraiser. Oh, they're not as good as mine. Mine no. are the shit, man. No. <laughs> you see the size of those made things? Made out of shit. <laughs> yeah, the ones my wife gets are, like, uh, the size of your head. Yeah. And you got awesome. to saw chunks saw of it off. Yeah. There's a lot of nuts on them, though. I don't like so many nuts. 
So I'm up there in Eagle River, and I'm hanging out with my aunt and uncle. They're very conservative, especially my aunt. We're, so we have a, started having a conversation, and uh, she tell uh, Pete actually asked me, hey, did you get vaccinated yet for the flu? And I said, yeah, I got that like, I don't know, three or four weeks ago. And my aunt says, oh, and she rolls her eyes and does the pift and the whole deal. And I'm like, what, what are you saying here? Are you anti-vax? Yeah, that's that's a that's a big pharma conspiracy, blah blah blah. And so I started asking her questions about that. And the questions I asked, she gets frustrated and she's like, "Well, I can I don't know the answers, but I know it's all bullshit. Vaccines are bullshit." Okay. Well, let's talk about something that we can agree on. We can agree that doctors prescribe too many antibiotics right now. And that's going to be a problem for the human race, you know, uh, this herd mentality, it's going to be a problem because these um, this bacteria is going to evolve and it's going to be able to uh, overcome and that we're not going to have any bacteria or um, antibiotics. They're going to be able to con- cure these super bugs. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, and so then we started talking about evolution. You know, this whole idea is based on evolution because the bacteria evolve immunity to these antibiotics and it's a real problem oh no i don't believe in that i don't believe in evolution (laughs) so i found out that my aunt is anti-vax anti-evolution and get this john um uh, the great dr stefan was in town so she's just crazy we went to um arlington heights and i uh got a hold of my cousin kelly and she came out and hung out with us remember kelly And at the time, she was presenting her Ph.D. She was finalizing it to present her thesis for her Ph.D. Right. Since then, it's been presented, and she has gotten her Ph.D. Oh, So my aunt is anti-vax, anti-evolution, and anti-intellect. Because she started talking about my cousin Kelly's Ph.D. in like a derogatory way. That's so dumb to get an education. Well, yeah, and and it's well, it's not like a medical doctor. Yeah, and so I tried to explain to her the difference between what a medical doctor does and what these PhDs are, and how PhDs help us uh, as a community become better, better, better educated. And I used a quote from Einstein. Einstein came up with these ideas, but he said, "I standed, I stood, not standed." <laughs> I stood. Breathing underwater is hard. (laughs) Shoulders of giants. It's the same idea. People do these PhDs. They invest a lot of time and a lot of research, and they present this new idea, and it helps uh, the overall intellect. And then other people build on that idea, or they take the idea somewhere else. And that's how, as a human society, we are where we're at because of science and science leads to fucking technology. Right. And she just still didn't fucking get no. it. And it was this. And I asked her point blank. So, okay, so you're anti-vax, you're anti-evolution, you're anti-intellectual. Well, no, I'm not saying that. But she was saying that. Um, so I, I just don't know how to, I don't know how to get through. I don't know how to educate. It's a bias that she has for, for whatever reason. Yeah. So that was kind of uh, discouraging. But the next day I said, hey, um, uh, I'm going to go get some chili stuff and we're going to make chili and guacamole and watch the Bears and Packers. And then we did that. And we were, um, there were no hard feelings or anything like that, which was cool. So we had this discussion and um, it, it didn't make an impact. There was no impact whatsoever. 
So that's discouraging. And that's the challenge. How do you get through to people that have these different belief systems? Is it even possible? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> do you think stupid people know they're stupid? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing you about... You ask her that question. <laughs> Let's think about this whole Ebola thing, right? So, uh, if, if there's smart people doing their jobs and doing them, if, if they're passionate about their jobs, this should not be an issue. But I think of this George Carlin. What did George Carlin say? Think about the average person. And then think that half of those people, half of the people are stupider than the average person. It's just going to take a couple of people, dumb people that are dumb or don't take their job seriously. And this is going to become a real fucking problem. This Ebola, yeah. John. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a huge problem in Africa because their resources are overwhelmed. And they have all this mystical belief and and all this other bullshit going on there. But there's two people that came over here, and it's already getting out of control in Dallas and somewhere else. It's like, people, take your fucking job seriously, yeah. all right? And yeah, don't be dumb. I don't think it's going to be an epidemic or a pandemic. Let's hope not. You're more likely. Well, hold on. It's already an epidemic because not, a, not a definition of epidemic is global. So it's global. Oh, I see. Uh, or no, um, we'll have to look that up. But I heard that somewhere that it's it's already an epidemic, but it's not a pandemic yet. I don't know what pa- what's the difference between epidemic and pandemic. I thought pandemic was before an epidemic. Oh, maybe. Let's look it up, John. I'll look up pandemic. Oh, you no, up- no, you're right. Pandemic is worse. It's prevalent over a whole country or the world. Whereas an epidemic is uh, in a community or at a particular time. Yeah, so the epidemic is in Africa. Will it be um, contained? And, you know, we got a couple of cases in, in the U.S. and who knows what else is going on. But this could easily become a pandemic if you got the dummies that don't take their job seriously. The United Nations, uh, schools have shut down, elections have been postponed, mining and logging companies have withdrawn, farmers have abandoned their fields. The Ebola virus ravaging West Africa has renewed the risk of political instability in the region, barely recovering from the Civil War. Uh, United Nations officials said Tuesday, hours after the World Health Organization reported that new cases could reach 10,000 a week. By December, 10 times the current rate. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. And the survival rate is 70%. I'm sorry, 30%. 30%. So if you get this, you have a 30% survival rate. Yeah. Wow. All right, John. Moving on to happier, happier topics. You had a gig, dude. Well, no, we were talking about politics, right? And we were, we yeah. We were talking about... Uh, um, I, I watched this video uh, by, um, I think it just came out like five days ago. It's uh, Lewis Black talking about voter ID laws. Uh, something he touches on in here um, that I had no idea, this this attorney in this, it's, it's kind of a spoof thing. Um, well, let's listen to it. Fire it up. You, you, you'll, uh, you'll get what the gist of what I'm talking about here. I can skip this ad and 
one second. I use bikes. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. Minute. I'm gonna get the camera set up. Thanks a lot for agreeing to be our celebrity ambassador on voting rights, Lewis. We'll try to make this photo shoot as painless as possible. Well, no photo shoot is painless, but I'm happy to help. It's important. I mean, who is denying people <coughs> oh. <laughs> the right to vote? You'd be surprised. We're fighting people trying to suppress voting all over the country, like North Carolina. They slashed a week of early voting. That affects over two million right. people. I could just get you guys to look at the lens. Why stop people from voting early? Well, early voting makes it easier to vote, and that can decide an election. Here, this is a picture that I carry around with me everywhere I go in case I get a chance to talk about early voting. Look at that line. What the hell is that? Is it Black Friday? I mean, you'd think that the people of Florida would want their voters to, like, you know, vote. What's next, a poll tax? Well... Oh, no fucking way! I can just have you look into the Voter ID, like they tried to implement in Wisconsin, costs money. It essentially is a poll tax. And look at what they made Wisconsinites do just to get one of these ID cards. Um, this is an... So basically, he's showing a chart. It looks like a... It looks like a fucking blueprint for a roller coaster or something. Actual document from the state of Wisconsin, which is supposed to show how easy it is. You gotta see. You gotta see this video. Well, I'll put the link up on the TTN bit. TTN <clears throat> page. Um, but the part that I was talking about, they just talked about a poll tax. Something I never even like thought about, which was the voter ID. It's a pain in the ass to get, and it costs money. It is a poll tax. How fucking stupid are you? Uh, we've talked about this before. Anybody can buy a gun. A fucking illegal alien can buy a gun as long as they have a driver's license or uh, I think just a uh, firearm owner ID card is all they need. They don't, but but you can't fucking vote unless you got an ID card. They're more worried about. Uh, illegal aliens voting, then they're worried about them getting fucking guns in their hands. I don't understand that. I'll let it go on. Is to get an ID. This looks like a chart showing how tough it is for a sperm to find a fertilized egg, which explains why it's so tired when it finally gets there. Uh, elected officials shouldn't get to choose who gets to choose elected officials. Look, people marched and fought and died for the right to vote. And they want to legislate away that sacrifice to stay in power? Not on my watch, baby. Uh, if I could, um... Take the picture! Yeah. There you have it. There you have it. So basically, legislators are uh, deciding how you get to vote for them, which is wrong. It's fucking wrong. And people like your aunt and stuff like that, that they just they buy into this bullshit because they say, oh, we need the voter ID because if we don't have it, then, you know. People are going to vote 200 times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who the fuck has time to do that? It's People it's, have barely have time to vote once. It's bullshit because the people at the polling place sit there and they mark you down when you walk up. They take your card out, they give it to you, you sign it, and then that's it. You can't come back because you already signed the fucking document. There's no other document right. with your name on it and address. It's like when Halloween, right? We give out trick-or-treat. Yeah. You know the same kids that come around, <laughs> and you're like, hey, you were already here. Hey. Fuck off. Yeah. 
Fuck off. You don't get to vote again. You don't get to trick-or-treat again. Fucking believable. So this shit's coming up again. Uh, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. And everybody's saying, oh, don't you want a free society? Don't you want this capitalism, which is so great? Well, guess what's happening? Instead of having a bunch of politicians, which I'd rather have a bunch of dummy fucking politicians running the country than a bunch of real smart corporations. Well, that's, that's what's happening. That's you hit it right on the head. All this stuff, all this voter ID bullshit, it's all distraction from what's really happening. The corporations are running the company. The company? The country. Uh, and that's the real problem. That, that SCOTUS uh, uh, decision to say that they can give unlimited amounts of money anonymously right. to political candidates, it's all over. Right. They're running the fucking country. They decide policy. They decide everything. We don't have a say anymore. Nothing. We are, it's an illusion. And we're, uh, the bullshit they're feeding us is these voter uh, uh, IDs, uh, redistricting, all this bullshit. (laughs) And we're going and we're thinking we're voting. And it doesn't matter who the fuck is in office. Because if a new person comes in, and I used to think, yeah, let's get all of them out, get new people in. Yeah. How long does it take for them to be corrupted by corporations dumping money at them? Well, for I, the corporations. Here's agenda. the thing: I got to give Marty credit because I used to think, okay, you know, vote the best candidate in, uh, uh, um, you know, term limits, all that. And he said, no more incumbents. Vote out. You know, don't vote in an incumbent. That when you vote, don't vote in an incumbent. And I said, <laughs> I used to be like, well, vote the balance. So if there's if there's a Republican Congress, you want a Democratic president. If there's a Democratic Congress, you want a Republican president. And that doesn't work either because I think Marty. Uh, I don't need anything, Marty. That guy. I was born in America. You know what I'm talking about. I was born in America. Yeah. And. Right. We can't keep making shit and buying shit until indefinitely. If you were smart, I don't need anything. Anyway, so <laughs> he said, don't vote in an incumbent. And I like that idea because if you, every time, uh, go to the polls, instead of voting for that same guy, vote for somebody else, at some point, eventually, they're not going to know who the fuck to get behind to pay off. Uh, I agree with that, but uh, the the only benefit would be is it will take time for the corruption to start up again. That's it, in my view. So once the person is in office, then they'll knew, know who to back, and they'll have, what, two years, four years, or whatever the term limits are, to, to buy their voting and to buy how they vote on things. And then, but they can't come, Marty's got the point where you can't then contribute to campaigns. The corporations just sit back and wait for whoever's going to get in and then start contributing again. Right? Yeah. But they're still going to buy votes. Maybe. 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 And then Penn Jillette had a great idea that every year a law has to be re-voted in. And that way... Uh, only that, you know, he's always throwing out some lame brain ideas, crazy, kooky, nutty. But, uh, if every year you have to re-vote the law in 
to for it to take effect, only the really important ones will get voted in. Uh, it's a little kooky, kind of, um, but it, it's it's basically pointing to the fact that we got too much pork, too much. Some of these laws are just so fucking stupid that are out there. I remember talking to a friend of mine who his brother. You've been listening to John and Scott from Total Talk Nonsense. Unfortunately, they've had some technical difficulties and will return next week with another podcast. Maybe Phil will join them. Thank you. <laughs>